Well, here it is. It's June, and just like you'd expect as a Mets fan, it's June, and you're talking about Rene Rivera, Kevin Ploiecki, and James Loney. Let's talk about the Mets right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, that's right. Changing it up from the Mets. <laughs> we got to change it up a little bit. Do you know this piece of music when you hear it, Andrea? Putting you on the spot. It, is it from MASH? Yes. Oh, because you looked up at the screen. <laughs> Cheating. That's 10 demerits. I would not. I, it's familiar to me. I would yeah. not have been able to play so, it. So uh, we're playing it for uh, two reasons. The first is all of the Mets in- injuries, which we'll talk about in a moment. The, uh, Matt, do you know the name of this song? It had words in the movie. Uh, it's all right. I don't want to waste oh, too much of my It's us. called Suicide is Painless. Oh, and as man. I watched that Wednesday day game that went on for 13 insufferable innings, <laughs> I actually started to think, like, you know, that song has a point. But anyway, I'm Christian <laughs> Blatt here on another exciting, doesn't sound exciting, but believe me, it's a very exciting Mets Rap 360. Uh, to my left, you're right. Andrea Fasano. Hey, guys. Still a recovering Yankee fan, yeah. but look what she's wearing. <laughs> I d- she spent like her own Yankee. money on this. That's not like free swag that no. she got. She actually spent money on that. I like it. Uh, on Twitter and everything at Andy Fasano. Way, Thank way you. down over there. Back from assignment. Can't wait to hear about what that assignment was. Matt Ritter, at Matt Ritter 1. I was scouting Ohio for the finals, which we are missing to do this past Yes, for you guys. but it'll be all right because we're not going to miss that much. We'll yeah. just miss a little bit. Anyway, so much to talk about, but as I said with the uh, the MASH theme song, I had to explain the joke to my wife. She's like, well, why do you why do you want that? Well, because the MASH was the uh, military you know, hospital unit in, in the Korean War. And the Mets have a lot of injuries, and we found out about another one. There goes my plan to have David Wright be the player of the right every week because mm-hmm. he's out six to eight weeks. Immediately. Yeah. As soon as I said, like, oh, this will be funny, I'll just make him the player of the week every week. I still could, but it'll just be sad. Yeah. David Wright should be played by Samuel Jackson in Unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, actually. They called him Mr. Glass is really what we should call <sighs> David Wright. It hurts. So I love David Wright. I love do. the captain. But, you, you know, you knew that this is kind of... This was, I don't want to say it was inevitable, but it was very likely. Mm-hmm. I just thought maybe, you know, next year or the year after. Right. But, uh, As extended, I said, you know, I yeah. get out of bed and I hurt myself because yeah. I'm a certain age. <laughs> David Wright is in that age, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah it's get true. Get out of bed and your neck hurts. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what happens. But, so, that that's that's terrible. You're like, all right, well, we'll see what they, they can do from that. And then you're like, uh, yeah, Cespedes, uh, got, a, got a bum hip, missed a couple days. He did some pinch hitting or... Pinch plate appearances. Mm-hmm. You'd actually have to get a hit to pinch hit. But uh, and then uh, Lagaris makes a great catch yesterday. Mm. And um, uh oh, got an owie on my thumb. And this is already we already had Darno and Duda out. Mm-hmm. So um, this is rough. What's going on? What's going on exactly? You know. And I mean, the other thing was like it's, it's sort of a minor bit of news this week. But uh, uh, Zach Wheeler. I always want to call him Dan Wheeler, which was a different picture. That was a bullpen image. <laughs> Zach Wheeler not coming back till after the All Star break. Was that just announced? Yeah, that, that. Yeah, they, there was the talk of you know maybe July. just before. Yeah, but then when you're like, well, why don't we give him the two more yeah. weeks? <laughs> so anyway, everybody seems to be hurting. Yeah, um, it's crazy. And. 
And then today's game, Ichiro sliding into Cabrera. Yeah. I thought he was going to take his leg yeah. out. Cabrera just sort of hobbling off the field. We can't lose Cabrera. He's the one guy. Yeah. The one guy no, no. Lose. The only thing that has been constant throughout the season is the Cabrera-Walker double play combination. Right. Yeah. That's like, all right, we have that. And that's the one way that I can be. Well, Walker's hitting a, a lot more home runs than I expected. But that's the way where I'm like, he is at least an upgrade over Daniel Murphy in that respect, <laughs> is that he can turn a double play. You yeah. know? But... Uh, I don't know. I'll start with you, Matt. Your thoughts as, as these injuries literally just keep piling up. Well, well, you know, I go back and forth on, you know, the job Alderson has done in the offseason because, you know, on the plus side, like, you know, Rene Rivera is keeping us alive. Yeah. Complete, I mean, I think it's completely underestimated what he's doing behind the, behind the plate. And also, he's got a little pop, you know, as we yeah. saw this week. You know, he basically won a game for us. But, uh, you know, and then... Walker and Cabrera are our team right now offensively. Yeah. I mean, they are our entire team. And, you know, he got Loney for a bag of balls. Yeah. And, and I mean, look, that's <laughs> and that's a guy that I always disliked. Out of all those Dodgers that came up in the same at the same time, I'm like, well, he would to my mind, he was always the worst of them in terms of, you know, just pop-ups and strikeouts and all that. Like defensively, he was fine. But uh, you know, I think the Tampa Bay Rays are paying him like $7 million to not play baseball for them. This <laughs> We're season. paying him a prorated portion yeah. of 500. Yeah. So it will end up paying him like 300 grand. Right, exactly. So it's fine because he's he's hit, you know, at, since they've uh, actually acquired him, which is great. We've seen right. good luck. I mean, We've yeah. seen good Lord. We had so good Lord. Yeah, exactly. So. Know, actually, the first game he had that error, and then it was like, uh oh. Yeah, yeah that was, I was. Yeah, I was. That see, this is why it's good that we only do the show once a week because when if it was like the day after that awful day game where like oh James Loney's on the way like I I don't know I I probably my blood pressure probably <laughs> would have been way through the roof. <laughs> so uh, and then Andrea, as you sort of hear about just all these injuries on top of injuries. What do you think? Well, you think, it's think like, they have enough to, you know, the next man up, as they say? Do they have it? I don't know about that. I mean, let's mm. hope they do. And let's sure. hope. I, I'm going to piece it apart, but I laugh because you introduced me to that amazing app, the MLB app. Oh, yeah. And all I do is get, I keep thinking it's uh, stats from games. No, it's this person's hurt. Yep. And, this, and it's always the Mets. It's always, you know. Yeah. NYM, no, no, it's, NYM. It's, it's, I'm like, what's going on? But obviously keeping um, updated with it, when Lagares went down and he caught that ball, yeah. I saw it in his wrist because I used to play outfield, and that's something you always mm. see and yeah. think about, especially with the way he dove. Plus, I also play soccer, so you dive out. You know, you don't dive with your hands under you, and that glove caught him. I mean, it's an extension yeah. of your arm. Yeah, that was one that I didn't see until after the fact because I was driving around. So right. I was listening to it on the radio, you know, on Sirius mm -hmm. in the car. So I was listening to the Marlins announcers describe it. Well, that was a pretty good play, I suppose. Anyway, right. that's the they out of the inning. Yeah. yeah, so they didn't, you know, they to be fair, they said it was a great play, but right. you know, you didn't get the description that you would have if like, it they was. They should have exactly. said that was an amazing play. I think he may have broken his yeah. wrist. No. Right, yeah. exactly. That's what it looks that, like. That, yeah, I saw that after. I'm like, well, where was that? Well, anyway. that's the thing that even SMY the SMY guys, nobody really thought that it was that bad because he, you saw he got caught. It's yeah. something that I noticed, but I was like, huh, I wonder. And then it developed within yeah. the inning that he was just, oh, shaking it off and sore. And then he got up, got it, you know, but then he was done. So I, yeah. I, that's, I would say it was something that it didn't look like it broke or yeah. it looked like it could have been a strain. I don't know. I've broken my knows? fingers getting them caught like that. Doing something, know? yeah. Like yeah. Getting them just getting them caught in things. And it's just, you know, Lagaris has been a guy that I've liked for a while. You know, mm -hmm. he's sort of 
was the odd man out last year. And you're like, you know, this is going to be an opportunity. Maybe he'll get to some more at-bats, and then there you go. <laughs> no. So who knows? <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard because they can't really spin their wheels like this for very long with James Loney and Wilmer Flores at the corners. Well, you know? I'll, say, I'll say this, you know, because I, I think a lot of people, you know, if you look on social media, are getting on Alderson about the lineup now. But I would say it's unfair because – Beginning of the year, we were all like, oh, man, look at this lineup. Yeah. Like, we're stacked. <laughs> and now we lost, you know, Everyone. three, four. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, but, like, you're right. We can't spin our wheels forever. But I do think Flores is a guy who only flourishes if he plays every day. I agree, mm-hmm. actually. So it'll just be in, it, I wish he was playing in a position that he was more comfortable in. But we'll see. You I'll know? take his arm strength at third right now over, over. Wright's. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because how many plays did we see this year that, right, you're like... Routine. Yeah, anybody, you know, Eric Campbell could have made it, yeah. you know. But anyway, so it's uh, it's disappointing, but uh, on the whole, the games weren't that disappointing. And as it's funny you mentioned Rene Rivera in the beginning because uh, that's... I think that's a big part. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was uh, I really laid into Kevin Plawecki. And uh, yeah. Rene Rivera started six of the last ten games. And I think I'm not the only one who's noticed. Mm. And uh, also, the game yesterday where Plawecki mm. forgets how many outs there are, doesn't know how to block the plate. So that's a run there. Mm-hmm. Gets picked off with the old uh, slap-your-glove play that, uh, you know, no one falls for after Little League except Kevin Plawecki. So, you know what? <laughs> Go back to being a backup catcher also, let's see how let's see how listen, that works for listen, you also what business do you have taking any lead off of second in yeah. that situation also true <laughs> yes. yeah like, you're not a you're not a stolen base guy no. anyway like, and that big doing? of a lead like yes yeah. number like, one yeah. and then that big of a lead yeah i saw that i was like it looked like he didn't even react until no. after yeah the guy turned through like yeah. what he had a rough Game. It was did. a rough game. And Can it you was imagine what, being him, though, that after that? I like yeah. him. I like Black. Back yeah, to I, back. I, I used I, to think I liked him. I, I'm uh, not sure uh, anymore. You know, I like Anthony Recker a lot more than him. Where is he? Probably <laughs> Vegas. I don't actually know. But, uh, yeah, so, and I think that, you know, they even said, I think they said in today's game, yeah, they said it, it looks like Rene Rivera is sort of the, the personal catcher for both uh, Harvey and Syndergaard. So he's probably going to at least start, you know, those two out of every five games, and then we'll see beyond that. If they're more comfortable with him, then great. Mm. And we'll talk more about Harvey on the whole in a moment. But uh, whatever makes him more comfortable, I think, is important. So, <laughs> at this yeah. point. Uh, so when we... Yeah, were, he can have a valet, a personal <laughs> catcher. Absolutely. Personal yeah. You know, the, the, the grooming, you know, if, yeah. he, if he wants like a barber's chair off, out in the bullpen. Let's for, get that guy. Yeah. He's keeping the beard around, though. He is. Actually. I think it's. I think that's mental. Do, do you think he did awesome with it? So yeah, well, he came back. Well, yeah, next right. time he gets lit up, he'll shave. Probably, right, 100%. Which, you know, which makes <laughs> yeah. sense. And look, there will be that next time. So anyway, the last time we uh, did the show, uh, Matt wasn't with us, but uh, there was a Sunday night game going on at the, mm-hmm. that point. A game that you're just like, all right, you chalk it up to a loss because it's going to be Clayton Kershaw. Except for the fact that uh, due to uh, Dave Roberts' managerial blunders, you could have easily won that game because uh, Kershaw got charged with two runs. And uh, that was another shaky outing for Familia. So um, 
I know it's frustrating because you're like, oh, you could have actually won a game that Clayton Kershaw started. Mm-hmm. And you didn't. And that was a, it ended up being a pretty lousy homestand because they didn't win that game. And it's we've talked about that most weeks. There's usually it's like, well, there's kind of one game's going to swing it, whether it was a good week or a bad week. Right. And that made it feel like a bad week. A hundred percent. I agree with you. We went home after the show and I thought of you. I was like, he's going to be miserable this week. <laughs> and I thought we would have to really be talking about Familia because yeah. of the way he looked. And that was the second or third time. That was the third bad outing. Yes. Yeah. That I was like, what is going on? Is he the new Harvey? Right. Like, Poor are we going to have to talk about it? Right. <laughs> the new but, Harvey. You know yeah. how I feel? I feel Familia is, is uh, in name only, a shutdown closer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's See, the thing is, like, if, if you've lived through John Franco and Armando Benitez, you're like, oh, this is nothing. Because he can bounce back. And, you know, the fact that he started the season doing well after the way the World Series went for him, I don't know that either of those guys would be able to turn the page. So, in general, I continued to feel good for him, not only because I have him on one of my fantasy teams, <laughs> and I need to believe, but... Awesome uh, reason. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. But the nice thing about that is there's that ESPN game, and then there's a, for us on the West Coast, there was a morning game on Monday, and that was the Matt Harvey game. And that was a game we were talking about, we were really focused on last week, like, that's really gonna you know tell us everything we need to know and harvey looked great in that game i mean that was we were talking about on twitter and matt you said for a mets fan that's a perfect game Mm. you know the fact that it was eight scoreless innings it it didn't even matter you know he could have given up 14 he could have scattered 14 hits as long as he didn't give up any runs you're like that was great but he looked like matt harvey in that game wouldn't you agree matt yeah look it all starts with him, I think, with his fastball, right? If he's not feeling that it's at 95, 96, and it's not there, he doesn't feel he can throw his other pitches, yeah. I think, to get swings and misses. You know, I don't think he feels as comfortable with his slider because if it's only a, you know, a couple of you know miles per hour difference, the hitters can pick it up. Yeah. You know, if he's got his 96, 97, and then he can throw his low 90 slider, you know, then he's got his other pitches that he can, you know, start working in. But I, I think his confidence is back, as we saw then and as we saw yesterday, yeah. which is key. But, you know, part of me thinks, um, like, is he just not on the level of the Kershaws and the Ariettas and maybe now the Syndergaards? And is that something that we just maybe have to be realistic mm-hmm. about? Like, yeah. he may be a very good pitcher, but maybe right. he's not great. I saw the stat today, which blew my mind. Do you know what the Mets record is in Matt Harvey starts? I don't actually. I Career. did not see. No. Thirty-seven and thirty-nine. Now thirty-seven and forty. Okay, right. It's astonishing. It is astonishing. You know, and I, I certainly remember some hard luck losses like today, which we'll talk about later. You know, he really, yes, he could have pitched better and given up zero runs, but he couldn't have really done much more. You know, just when you have a guy like Jose Fernandez on the mound for the Marlins, you're like striking out 14 Mets. Yeah, that you're not going to win that game. Yeah, but yeah. that's what an ace looks like. Right, exactly. That's exactly Good what point. an ace looks like. So Harvey looked yeah. like what an awesome number two looked yeah, like right, today. Right. Two strike, three strikeouts. Yeah, and it, it's it was the uh, the argument that uh, you know Dodgers fans would make last year that with uh, Kershaw and Granke they had two aces. No, they had a they had an ace and they had a really good number two right. pitcher in Granke right. who's awful this year. But that's besides the point. <laughs> so anyway, but I was happy about that yeah. game. I mean, how could you no, not be that happy, was such a great know? feeling, especially because you know it's it's a holiday and it's uh, it's early in the day and Familia comes in for the ninth. You know, doesn't give him anything. It's, it, a one nothing game that the Mets win, you're like, of that's an endangered and, species. You don't feel like you get that up, that often. I mean, come on. We were all probably thinking, oh, this sets us up for a series sweep. 
Right. Because right, the high of the week. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. we're starting off on a real high. Yeah, I exactly. That. It was yeah. Jose Quintana was the best pitcher we were going to see. So the other two were going to be gimme games. Gimme. Yeah, exactly. And you know, of course, of course, they weren't. Uh, you know the oh yeah. So Tuesday, I almost uh, said that. Yeah. So Tuesday. That was Matt Latos, who I was talking about last week. I'm like, all right, you know, he just doesn't have it. And, you know, that was really a bullpen struggle of a game, you know. I mean, you basically, you, yeah, Matt's pitched for six innings. This was the great game where Syndergaard came for an inning. And, you know, it, just watching on TV, you could hear how excited everybody was there at City Field that Syndergaard came in for one inning. Yeah. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, he didn't come in for three innings. And uh, that was another, like, bad Hansel Robles game, which I think those are most Hansel Robles games. <laughs> and, you know, it's, yeah, it was 30 pitches, a two-run homer, and three walks. And then Verrett gives up another run. And, you know, that was it, it was just an ugly game. And then you're like, all right, we'll shrug it off because you can still win the series. That you know, I needed that off day on Thursday after after that Wednesday day game. That was so miserable. They had 13 walks and scored one run. That was unbelievable. Was it, that like some <laughs> sort of record? It, I mean, I, that I, had they, to be they, they, they put in a lot of like since you know 1900 something. You know, a lot of that. But it's like if it's one of those you know those long games, and you. Win? Kind of, you, well, yeah, you win. <laughs> it's worth it. But if it's a long game like that and you lose because you know their best hitter who had gone 0 for 5 just gets a hold of 1 and it's a homer. No. Right. Their middle reliever, who is an American League reliever, never gets an at-bat. He's 250 pounds. Well, he hits a double. And then there's a pass ball, and I'm like, okay, this is. I, I think you just you know you hate to be this defeatist, but you're just like, oh, this is how this, that's how that's how we're gonna lose this game. Right. I don't know how. Stole a base. And then <laughs> there's still that moment where you're like, well, hopefully he's 250 pounds. He had to run around. He's probably gonna be gassed. Nope, no problem. <laughs> One, two, three out in the bottom of the 13th. So that. That was a painful. Uh, I spent the what, whole what, afternoon with that game. What is you his know? name on the one now? Is, no, no, the, no. The, the guy who hit like three home runs oh. uh, um, against us. And the one white, that guy who's a beast. Uh, I'm totally blanking on his I'm name. I'm blanking too, actually, uh, which is unfortunate. Yeah, but. you know that guy is a, is just like a monster. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm totally, uh, completely blanking. I did, so yeah, because I, I I just didn't put the the in the notes that that was because I was so upset about the pitching. Yeah, it's no, like it, there's enough guys on the White Sox as you know that they can hit that one so guy, not, Paul yeah. Bunyan dude. Yeah, he just like everything they yeah. threw at him, he hit into the bleachers. Right, and it was so I don't know. It was just such a terrible feeling though. And like I said, if there had been a day, if there had been a game on Thursday, I'm like I can't believe right. that. You know, it was good. I could catch my breath, not watch the game. And then, you know, by that point, you're ready. You're ready for the well, Friday game. The game, game was so long, too. Oh, it was so terrible. I was waiting for it to end. I'm like, over, over, yeah. over. Nope. Yeah, I had somewhere to go. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll leave after the game. And then the guard, I'll listen to it on my phone in the car. Okay, now I'm where I need to go. Mm -hmm. Let me circle yeah. the block a couple times. Let my son sleep, and then I'm like, all right, now I gotta go in. <laughs> and I get back in the car, and the game's not over. And I'm just like, this, this, this isn't good. Yeah, By the way, Todd Frazier, and I Todd Frazier, of course, and I want him on the Mets now. That yeah, guy is Todd Frazier of uh, we... the pride of Tom's River, New Jersey, from the Little League World Series. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually can't believe I couldn't remember his name either. I know you're, yeah. you're well, like spitting. Well, I have to give facts that I'm like, oh yeah, I know who he is. I just I couldn't remember. I got it because I was thinking Ali and then Frazier and like, oh, Frazier. see that. That makes nice. sense. That that's makes perfect brain, sense. That's how my brain works. Yeah. So anyway, it, it, it was just like, 
one of those things where that White Sox series, you're like, oh, they've like lost, what was it, like 14 out of 19, and they'd lost the last six series. And then again, you try not to be defeatist. You're like, oh, yeah, they're probably going to going to beat the Mets. Right. By the way, and I think, oddly enough, sadly for us, the White Sox, you know, might have been sellers, and now they've become buyers. They just traded for Jake Shields. Yeah. Maybe James they, Shields, but James yeah, Shields, maybe they just did that. Because Even of, though, like James Shields gave up like nine runs or something in his yeah. last start, he had an awful start. But it, yeah, but I, you know, by the way, it was great to see Robin Ventura in the ballpark. There was yeah. that that I that I could enjoy for a moment, but more so on the game that they won. Do you think he could I, still play a hot third base right easily? Now? I, I mean, better should, than. Can you trade for somebody's coach? I liked hearing the guy's stories about him. Oh yeah, that was fun. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, Ron Darling told a great story yeah. about uh, after they they lost the NLCS in 1999 and his job was go interview the losing team. And he's talked about how great Robin Ventura was despite being, you know, on the losing team. But anyway, we turned, you never forget Robin Ventura being on the wrong end of a 46 year old Nolan Ryan beat down though. (laughs) That's one of the greatest pictures of all time. He's yeah, he's got him in the headlock and it's just, it's hard. It's just hard to dismiss that. So anyway, we turn the page on the white Sox. We go into a series with the Marlins and you always feel good going into, not always, (laughs) but usually these days because they played really well at Marlins park and you, you you know, it was uh, Syndergaard in the first game and you're like, all right, well this, that's, See, this is what an ace does. You have a couple of like hugely disappointing games, and you don't really end up worrying about it. And you know they ended up uh, tacking on some runs. Special thanks to uh, David Phelps, who's also a recovering Yankee, just like Andrew. <laughs> and uh, you know, and uh, Kohler is a good, is a decent pitcher, but uh, they won six to two. So I don't know. Uh, you know, there was. I guess there. Oh, there's a. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was looking at my. I was looking at my. I get my games ran together. Yeah. The uh, the David Phelps was actually on Saturday. The uh, the Kohler game though, it was still it was six to two, and then the next game was six to four. You're like, oh, they're scoring scoring all these runs. Right. You know, maybe save one or two for Sunday, but I know <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work that way. You just you just wish they could. No, uh, by then everybody's hurt. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, can Syndergaard start every other day or something? Right. I don't know. But it, that game looked good, and that. Like I said, it's why it's good that we don't do this every day. Because it's like, okay, that brought me back down. You know, you talk, you talk yourself down from the ledge. Yeah. And I felt like Syndergaard, like, he doesn't care. Like, he, he could take the mound after, you know, a personal, like, five-game losing streak. He's not going to pitch any differently. Matt Harvey pitches differently. And he even said that when he got into a little bit of trouble on Memorial Day on that Monday start, he started to think, like, uh-oh, here I go again. And he still he managed to find his way out of it. So, yeah, I would say that Syndergaard has to really be the ace because he pitches like it, you know? I mean, he, he uh, pitched like it in relief for one inning, but uh, I don't know, that Friday start. Um, what, uh, Andrew, you first, your thoughts on Syndergaard when you see a player with that kind of intensity? Um, I mean, we love him. You know, yeah. he just, he's... Him and Degrom, I don't know why I like Degrom just, too. Like, it's the long hair. Yeah, I think it's the just yeah. the long hair. I don't know, personally like long hair, but it but works I, for those guys. I like the statement because I like that it doesn't distract them. Right. You know, and I think that you they walk up, they literally walk up to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had this whole thing in my head. It was real, I can't even go into it right now. You but anyway, I just had no. Yeah, it wasn't a fantasy. It was Did it start like Dear a, Penthouse a, Forum? A way of yeah. phrasing things the that the I was like, I can't. <laughs> 
Anyway. Digressing, everyone. It's okay. Um, yeah, I just think, like you said, they're just, maybe it's their height, too. You're just like, okay, the these guys. guys own it. Yeah. They have their confidence. And it makes me think, like, do you think, especially with Harvey and the positioning he's in right now, and maybe thinking he's an ace, but maybe not being an ace, do you think they help each other out like do you think the confidence of the other two guys intimidates him or like maybe I, I think that it's very competitive and you know if if you're close enough to those guys and you can talk to them about yeah. it it's probably going to help you but uh i don't know that you know harvey's that guy no yeah. i think it's healthy look i think it's healthy to have young competitive yeah aces i think it absolutely makes you go i you know this guy won you know, no, no runs. This guy won. No, yeah. I got to put up a zero. I like, mm-hmm. I like the mentality of I got to put up a zero. Not only because I'm the ace, but also because all these other dudes are putting up aces. And if I am, you know, if you do have the ego of an ace, you're gonna want to do that. If Harvey yeah. really does want to be an ace, it's also because you know we, he was anointed the ace, and then all of a sudden these guys are usurping his his buzz. Yeah, you know, Syndergaard's right walking around him. Times Square yeah. dressed as Thor. <laughs> yeah, people are gonna know who he is. Yeah, soon enough people are gonna realize even Mats might be an ace. You, yeah, you know what I mean? Right, and exactly. Like, well, there's only so much room in the limelight, and you know they were also getting annoyed that they were getting questions about him when he disappeared. Right. You know from the media, but now he's pitching well. And it's like, well, all right, you know, where yeah. is he? No, where he's is he pitching well, so he'll be back on Jimmy Fallon again. Yeah, <laughs> he feels good about it. What you're all in there for the same uh, idea—the fact that you just want to win. Yeah. And I just feel like if um, Syndergaard has something that he could even brush off onto Harvey about going into a game after you did just lose a couple, or you know, maybe not making things affect you. Maybe that would help, you Listen, know. I'm they just... took a trip to the Bahamas golfing yesterday. There you on go. the off, Maybe I mean, on the off it. day a couple of days ago, <laughs> and it was in the picture was uh, Syndergaard and Harvey, right? Ploiecki and you know, I guess it was uh, Neil Walker. So I guess look, they got to be, you know, there's like speculation of who's buddies with who, but they have to obviously at least be close enough to go. I want to go play golf with I'm gonna this guy. Leave the country for yeah, the leave day. The country. Sure. So I think that's Which good. Is that's camaraderie. I know. It's insane that Cespedes, who, you know, is this notorious golfer who got hurt last year, and then all of a sudden... They didn't show him in the picture, but I'm assuming like he was there, and now he's got a hip issue yeah. related right. or not. Right. It's a great point. Yeah, it's, very you good know, point. He he takes the the off day, which he never does, and then he's got the injury. You know, so yeah, playing golf uh, is probably not something he should do, but he loves to do it almost as much as he likes to buy cars. I mean, playing <laughs> golf is is not really something any starting pitcher should be doing. Yeah. The season, but yeah. Whatever. If they needed it, and they, it's early enough in the season. I don't know. Smaltz and Glavin used to always go play golf, yeah. though. So yeah, they didn't it's throw ninety nine. That's also true. Yeah. Hundred. Especially not at the point where you heard about them going golfing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, look, that I don't know. That was a good feeling. I love Syndergaard. I like. The, I just like everything about the way he carries himself. You know, when he right. hasn't pitched well. It's you know he it really doesn't stick with him and I think that's hard. Even you know look, Degrom had a lot of reasons that the season didn't start off the way he wanted to. You know he had his his wife had the the child because I can't remember the gender. I think it was a son, <laughs> but uh, you know his wife had a baby and there were some issues. Obviously, look, he was distracted. Uh, I feel like the velocity is still an issue for Degrom, but he's figuring out how to pitch despite it. And I mean, if there's anything you can learn from any other pitchers, it's Bartolo Colon at 42, allegedly 43, 40, however old he is. 
And, you know, a guy who really, as any older pitcher does, you have to reinvent how you pitch, you know, because, uh, you know, back as, as a much younger man, Cologne throw, threw really hard. And then once you don't throw really hard, you have, still have to figure out how to get guys out. So I do hope that, you know, they, they all uh, share notes and that when Zach Wheeler does come back, you know, he's got a couple guys that he can talk to about coming back from injuries. So uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, even if they don't like each other, you know, maybe they don't want to play golf together. Right. But if they want to talk pitching, great. That's that's what I think they should do. Uh, anyway, so um, the, the I sort of ran together my Friday, Saturday games. Uh, yesterday was one of those games where, you know, it was not shaping up well. But then they got to a weak bullpen because all we heard was how bad the White Sox bullpen had been and how bad the Marlins bullpen were. But uh, it didn't look like we were going to actually see that. They always seem to turn things around in time for the Mets. But uh, look, it was a, it was a great game, and I already laid into Ploiecki, so I don't need to again. Mm-hmm. But it is in my notes, so I see it. But right that there. golf trip kind of makes me feel like that might have affected him too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two days later, come on. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. He was, but, you know, daydreaming yeah, still. Yeah, so. thinking about the hot come on. And, while he's standing in front exactly. of home plate. How do you miss home plate as a cat? Yeah, I mean, that's it's just really astonishing. You have a few, you know, there's a priority in what your jobs are, but that's like way up there in yeah. the top three. But, uh, it's you know, just at the professional level, it is nowhere near something that you shouldn't automatically. Although, recognize. although we should talk about whether Flores should have tried to turn a double play with a pitcher. Right. Well, there was that. Mm-hmm. There was the, you know, and that's the problem with having Flores at third yeah. base is that Ploiecki didn't expect the throw home right. when the smart play would have been the double play preventing, at least trying out. to prevent. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and there was just sort of that look of like, oh, he's throwing to me. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, just slide your foot over a little bit, but uh, whatever. That was a game that they won, so obviously it's a lot easier to push past mm-hmm. all that stuff, you know. And uh, they, uh, they were able to kind of, you know, just – chip away at the other team, and that's what they should be able to do. Uh, That's the problem right now. You have this, even, you know, even when a a starting pitcher has a little bit of an off night, except for those, like, dreadful Harvey games from, you know, a couple weeks ago, you should still be able to score a couple runs, maybe three, and and win, or at least be tied late in the game. And uh, they're just not doing that. And, again, today, that's just a freak of nature, Jose Fernandez. You know, 14 strikeouts, it matches his career high. And you sort of feel relieved when the bullpen gets in, but you're just like, I feel like all the batters were just gassed at that point. They're yeah. like, I've been swinging so hard. And uh, and that was just one of, that was one of those games that I realized it was like over in two and a half hours. It that's... Was, yeah. Totally compared to the other day. Yeah, I know. Like, it's like, hey, if you're gonna final. lose, if you're gonna lose, lose in a hurry. I know. You know. I walked into the kitchen. I hear, and that's ball game. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, was I, nice. I thought I was watching in like the fourth inning. The next thing I know, it's yeah. over. Well, let's uh, take a look forward as to what we have in the week ahead. Uh, no off days this week. We've got seven games between now and the that's next show. Uh, three in Pittsburgh, which uh, is I've seen the Mets play there a few times. It's literally my favorite ballpark in all of uh, professional sports, especially in Major League Baseball. Uh, don't get me started on San Francisco. It's like $90 for a bleacher <laughs> seat there. But uh, wow. Pittsburgh, it's a beautiful ballpark. It's a great city, and um, the Mets don't play great there. But... The pitching matchups are actually uh, reasonably favorable because they don't face Garrett Cole and everybody else hasn't had a great season. They're scoring a ton of runs. That's the problem. But their pitching hasn't been great. So tomorrow we've got uh, Steven Matz 
against our old friend John Neese, mm, who I that. always liked. I always liked John Neese. You know, I feel like, you know, he kind of got uh, the, the short end of the stick a little bit, uh, but he didn't pitch as well as he could have, and they had all these great pitchers. So I don't think he, he got the short end. I mean, look, it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. He's not as good as any you of had the better, people they yeah. have. Also, you know, you liked him because the team was crap. It was the team was so <laughs> you know? bad. I mean, yeah. it's like you know, you go through and Bobby Jones seemed great. You know, like, Bobby J Jones or Bobby M Jones. It doesn't one, matter. Both of them. Like, yeah. You know, they both seem. Everybody seems good based on their. You know, where where the team is. At yeah. The time. Well, you know what? That goes back to Harvey being the ace when Harvey first came up. Oh, he was definitely the ace. I yeah. think that's you know? right. Because I think that's totally yeah. There right. was such a steep drop off between. Uh, you know, between him and Mike Pelfrey, you know, right. so yeah. But anyway, so, you, so to to your point though, John Neese was a guy that you liked because he seemed to win more than was, the other pitchers. He was thirteen and twelve, yeah. and serviceable. Hey, you thirteen know? and twelve, I mean, yeah, exactly. But, but no, but I I will look at John Neese now from the other side, going, oh man, I'm licking my chops, you know, yeah. like thank God, yeah, he's facing John Neese. Right. I know that should Cause be because our, our offense is anemic, but he's John Neese. <laughs> he's still he'll John Neese. He'll still give up three runs somehow. Yeah, right. maybe all to James Loney, and then I'll just ha- I'll have to like I want James Loney to prove me wrong. By the way, I want him to have. He is doing it. Yeah, he, right. so far so three yeah. days in. Three days in, he's proven he's... me wrong. So he just needs to do it for you know another three months, and then I'll be like, <laughs> oh, you know, I was wrong. No, about you James know what Loney. I like about him? You know, we're talking about why we can't produce runs because everybody's trying to hit home runs and it was awesome that Loney hit that bomb but yeah. it's more awesome to have a guy who hits a single to start a rally yeah mm-hmm. right you exactly know? you know you know know the time and place know the pitch that you're given that's not a home run pitch i'm going to go ahead and just you know dump it in front yeah. of an outfield and I, I wish you know in like the ninth inning um Today was a good example of that. It's like everybody actually gave a ride to their closer. And, yeah. you know, Neil Walker's was 400. You know, obviously it was a one nothing game. It would have been great to tie it. But yeah. it's hard to do. It's if hard that, to always yeah. rely on home mm-hmm. runs. Yeah, mm-hmm. if that roof were open in Miami, uh, I think the Mets would have had three or four home runs in yeah. the game. Now, granted, you know, the Marlins probably would have had a couple too. Right. But, no, but uh, they hit, you know, they definitely, you're right. They hit some deep, you know, that, yeah. that one that... Um, Ichiro, you know, saying, oh, yeah. that was a rope. Yeah, exactly. So, and I don't know. I mean, I guess they had good... It's one of those things where you're like, well, 14 guys struck out, but they had good at-bats. And you're just like, <laughs> no, you couldn't have. But they did. I mean, you know, some of the balls that were put into play, they are hitting them hard. And speaking of hitting things hard... John Neese, they should hit him very hard <laughs> tomorrow night. Please. And uh, then that series goes on, and it's uh, DeGrom and Nicasio and Syndergaard and Liriano. Liriano, who was like the phenom for the Twins, feel, feels like a decade ago at this point, uh, has not had a good season. Most of the Pirates starters haven't. Uh, you feel better about this series in Pittsburgh than a lot of the recent years. The way that they've always lined up, usually you get their best one, two, and three, and it like starts with the Mets' fifth starter. So we'll see how it goes, but uh, I feel better about that than I have in the past. And then, of course, four in Milwaukee. Hmm. Hard to not feel great about four games in Milwaukee because the ball just flies out of there. And I love the Brewers. We talked about it when they were in town. Uh, well, they weren't here. <laughs> they weren't here in North Hollywood. But when they played at City Field, I, you know, I love the whole thing. I love the sausage race. I love Bernie Brewer going down the slide. <laughs> but you know, they're not good consistently. So uh, I, I don't know. I feel like those are seven games that you. You should win both of those series. That's the, you know that, that's you know you're not going to win all seven games because 
Wilmer Flores at third base and you know <laughs> all the stuff we've talked about for the last 40 minutes. The, all those reasons. But uh, Matt, as you take a look at that week, uh, the Pirates the way they're currently constituted, and the Brewers. You know, so you bring up an interesting point. I think all Mets fans look at the Pirates like, oh, man, they have our number. Yeah. You know, but but I'm looking at this season as, you know, it's just totally different from seasons past. Like the teams that we've had their number, we don't may not necessarily have it this year and vice versa. I feel like it's just yeah. clean, clean slate. Different. And, you know, look, our offense is what it is. I don't, I don't see us winning seven games. I'd be happy if we... You know, win five. I mean, I think right now, obviously, the goal is to win as many games as possible. Sure. But in some ways, you know, we are treading water a little bit, and it's like, let's eke out series wins. Yeah, that's fine for that's, now. Yeah, that, that, for, for right now, the Nats are not running away with anything. Yeah. The start right. of June, if you want to have that be the goal, maybe for us, not the team, they should try and win everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for us, it's like, you know, if you win some series consecutively, that's going to be good. Yeah. You know? So I, I agree. And like I alluded to before, the Pirates are scoring so many runs. You know, uh, they said in today's game, Andrew McCutcheon is like their third best outfielder this year because of how productive the others are. So uh, you got to really do what you can to keep the ball in the ballpark. And I guess all we can hope for is a couple of really rainy evenings in Pittsburgh <laughs> that, uh, you know, the ball doesn't uh, fly into the Allegheny the way it usually does. But uh, I don't know, uh, Andrea, your expectations for the week ahead. Do you feel like the Mets match up well against the Pirates and the Brewers? Um, I, I'm going to agree with you with the Brewers, and that's that, I hope that's fun. I hope that's actually a fun series, not just like, a, okay, we take this. Well, you know, you we know? haven't mentioned them this week at all, but our friends at the Seven Line will be at the game yes. in Milwaukee on Saturday. That's so, awesome. Uh, yes. Yeah, so that should be a uh, very loud uh, Are they Mets taking track. a bus? I, that's a great question. I assume they're flying, but uh, I don't actually know. But they'll be there on Saturday. And, you know, that is a team that that's a fan base that doesn't have a lot to cheer about right now but <laughs> as i talked about the last time we talked about the brewers they have a lot of fun you know they do the whole tailgating it's like a football game so i think that if the mets fans start to be loud that'll probably bring out a lot out of the brewers fans so it should be fun but anyway be i interrupted cool. you no that's okay and then for as far as the pirates i'm like i've just never um that's right. That's who you said there. The Pirates, yeah. I said Pirates and you said Pittsburgh, so it threw me for a second. Um, but I never, I'm always like, who are they? Like, always. <laughs> I know that's maybe. They're the team that gets to the wild I've card a, game every year and loses. Somehow, that's who they exactly, are. Exactly. <laughs> and I have a very good friend, family friend. Uh, it's a dad and son who are diehards. And I, like, I'm like, really, guys? And they're from Long Island. I'm like, why? Like, there's a guy, It's so funny you I say that. The there's a guy I know years. from New Jersey who he was there over the weekend. He like, loves the Pirates. I don't know. What is yeah. it about the Pirates? And I know they've they're been underdogs. better. It's yeah. underdog city. I but guess forever. So. Like, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. as a New York Small fan, market. I'm always I like, there's something about that, too. Moving That's true. on. Moving it's a beautiful on. city you know, in the summer. It's miserable the rest of the year. I think there's something about picking a small market team. Like, I have friends that are Milwaukee Bucks fans because they just, like, picked a small market like a long time ago. It kind of makes I'm sense, like, actually. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. But, you know right now, Andrew's like, wait, what sport is that? Is that like, hockey? There's something romantic about like picking a losing small market yeah. team yeah, and agreed. going with them and then they start winning. Well, know? look, I mean, if, you, if you're a Mets fan, there's something appealing about the underdog, you know? I yeah. mean, there's there's a part of me that enjoys watching Angels games a lot more than Dodgers games right. because it's like, oh, it's the, oh they're the Angels. Yeah, they, but also, yeah. they also have a huge payroll. So they're not yeah. really... Like, <laughs> there's uh, also that. So, you know, but... Uh, and it's also... 
you know, the second biggest media market. But it, it's a great point. There is something endearing about the Pirates. And but not as a Mets fan. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except for like, the, yeah, but it's like just the team as a whole when, you know, when you're not playing them. And again, that's a great ballpark to go to. I, I think I've only ever seen the Mets lose there, but I still had a great time when I went. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a great point, but uh, you know, we'll we'll see how it all. We'll have all this to talk yeah. about. I have a question. Yeah. You yeah. guys, you know, I, I was looking around at you know before they ended up with Loney, but there was some you know just speculation about people that they should go after. Yeah. And Ryan Braun popped up. Yikes! Yeah, I mean he's very productive. So on the Brewers now he oh, has the uh, the recent. Uh, it's, was that two years ago? Two he was years suspended? ago, but he's been hitting yeah. well since. He has since been hitting then. well. And if he's off the junk, if he's off the junk, but see then if he's off, the, I always worry if he's off the junk. Not strong enough. Yeah. So Melky Cabrera in that series with the White Sox, I'm like, oh, he's back on the juice because <laughs> I'm like, oh no, he had too good of a game, and he looks pretty puffed up. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was just like, oh, he's swole. Yeah. And, yeah, I was like, I feel like Melky must be back on it. And I don't know. Um, I don't know if what's it going to cost you to get Ryan Braun, you know? And because if you look at it from the Brewer standpoint, he's kind of one of the only things they have to bring people to the ballpark anymore. Because anything that they used to have, Prince Fielder, uh, some of the pitching that they had, it's all gone. You I know? mean, you probably got to give up a couple of pieces in Vegas, you yeah. know, or Double A, whoever their top prospects that aren't on the team currently. Which you know, you what know, level are I mean, they? You're not going to give up Dilson Herrera. But, no, you know, yeah. There's, I don't know. Maybe there's. A Does anybody want Brandon Nimmo? His name came yeah, up today, guy. and I was like, "Yeah, somebody take Brandon yeah, Nimmo. Nimmo for Braun straight. <laughs> yeah, <up. laughs> straight. Up. Well, we'll take the salary. We'll eat his salary. Speaking, Speaking of fantasy baseball, that's the kind of like trades I get pitched all the time. <laughs> yeah. Is stuff like that. The yeah. reason I mention is, yeah, we just are going to need a legitimate home run through like we yeah. need a, a powerful bat because even if even right if Cespedes no, turns out to be healthy and can still play more often than not it, you still need another threat you know because it's it's as much as I love Conforto it hasn't been Conforto yeah. and you know I think he really benefited last year being in a, uh, a lineup with a healthy Duda and once they added Cespedes so somebody like Ryan Braun makes sense I don't know that they make that. It just doesn't seem to me. It doesn't feel like a Sandy Alderson no, deal. No, because he probably makes twenty million a year yeah. too. Yeah, so I think not that's probably yeah. That's the you know for twenty million dollars. There's probably a lot of other things yeah. that that they could do. But, but um, do you, I, my point is like, do you wait till August? Because you know that right and Duda, even if they come back. Yeah, like what are they going to add by the time they're back? It's already August. When, like, when are it? yeah? When are Wright, Duda, and Darno coming back? Who you knows? know, like are they? So mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So you have to do something and. The thinking is waiting to the trade deadline, which is almost two months away. That's that's going to be too long. You know, the only, they talked about this yesterday. The only reason that the Mets were able to hang in there last year was because the Nationals were just such a nightmare. Yeah, you know, they're, they're not just a disaster. Year. They're not. They're uh, they're definitely not the Cubs, who look like yeah. they're going to just run away with everything. <laughs> but uh, the yeah, so you have to you know just to try and get the wild card. I mean, at this point, you're not out of the division. I mean, they were a game behind the Nats at the start of today. So it's it's within reach. You should do something. Yeah. You know? well, and I don't know. I don't know what. It? Well, I, I don't know if it's that. But my point, I guess I was going to say, you know, like I'm looking at the standings and I'm like, OK, we're lucky right now that we're sitting here yeah. and we're totally fine. But we're also wasting all these good starts in the sense that, you know, Syndergaard's going to have some bad games. Matt's and, yeah. and DeGrom, they're all going to have. 
pitchers don't go twenty and one, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. The Mets, all their pitchers only have like one or two yeah. losses other than Harvey right, right now. There's, there's like in the last like fifteen years, there's that like one season where Clemens went twenty and three, and I think, uh, I think Schilling won twenty two games. Yeah. Apart from those, which are, you know, those those are very rare. Yeah, you're gonna hope that one of your guys gets close to 20 right. you know and uh, the rest of it is yeah there's just going to be plenty of losses so we gotta we gotta win some games with the bat is yeah all i'm saying yeah. We're not gonna I, I agree uh, yeah well you know and the problem with the two wild cards is that most teams don't feel like they're out of it until you know sometimes after they're out of it they mm-hmm. they still feel like no 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 we can we still do this yeah. they still go a little bit a little bit too long before they want to make some of those deals so I don't know. I mean, I feel like Sandy's probably you know willing to listen to the right offers, but you know they they probably have the feeling like okay, you know when we went to the World Series last year, we're just not going to go this year uh, unless it's a it's like one you know because if you think of last year, yes, yeah, Cespedes was the huge acquisition, but you also had Rebe and Kelly Johnson, you know, which turned out to pay off. And those are the kind of level that I would expect. Like, who's this year's Wanya Rebate? Well, Wanya Rebate could be this year's Wanya Rebate. <laughs> Why not? And Kelly Johnson's playing for the Braves, who, oh, my God, the Braves are in town playing the Dodgers. It's just, I don't feel bad for them because of how much I've hated the Braves from the late 20th <laughs> yeah. century onward. But they're getting murdered. But you feel so close to feeling bad yeah. for no, them. You're just, never, you know. Never. And I think that the Braves loved Freddie Gonzalez so much. That they fired him. They're just like, I don't want to make you sit through this season. <laughs> you know, they're like, it's all right. Go home. You know, you'll be all right. But anyway, so uh, in our final minutes here, uh, we're excited about uh, some of these uh, matchups next week between the uh, Pirates and the Brewers. But let's talk about the player of the week. Yeah. Andrea, ladies first. Thank you. Um, I. It's funny. The last two weeks, I was like, yes, I totally know this. This one, because of the way and the weird way that each game was really separate. I know yeah. that sounds weird, but you know, like sure. sometimes players have like a couple of good games. I'm going to go with Lagaris for his catch. That was a great catch. And, uh, and he here's sacrificed why. his thumb. He sa- Yeah, he sacrificed his thumb. I think that he'll be okay. I don't think he's going to need so. surgery or anything. I think that it's also him because he did get a hit after that, like right after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was later in the game. It, he's like, he had to come out because he couldn't clutch right. it back. So, but but after he that. hit right after that. But I also think, because I was going to ask you this, and I know the answer. If he doesn't make that catch, because I, I was like, would you rather him be playing the rest of, I don't know, forever, not hurt, or make that catch and get them out of the inning? I want the catch. So yeah. he's well, my as long as he's not out for a significant time. Absolutely. Well, it's funny that you, you, know, you asked that question because it came up. And the reason I'm wearing this jersey is because it's the anniversary a couple days ago of Johan Santana's no-hitter. And... Kind of a very likable Mets player, Mike Baxter. Oof. Basically, his career ended because he preserved the no hitter. And that, like, you know, just ran into the wall. And I think, I, no, they actually said Baxter's like, yeah, I'd do it again. Like, you know, know. He, he held, you know, he helped Santana get a no hitter. Knock on wood, Lagaris yeah. is not. No, yeah, for it, sure. it, it doesn't seem that level. And you didn't really have that. Didn't look like, like even that. seeing it after the fact, it wasn't like that. Like Mike I said, Baxter. I noticed it only because I know how that's yeah. such an extension. It got caught and mm. it and it came back out. It just, yeah. so they didn't even know it bothered him till after, but the catch alone was awesome. Like, no, and that's when he's healthy, that's what Lagaris brings you. It's a catch. 
kind of year. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, but right. that kind of defense, you know, you kind of got spoiled for a couple years by that. And then he didn't have it, have his stuff last year. So it was good to see again. But then it was very disappointing to be like, uh oh, how much time is he going to miss? Maybe yeah. not much. I don't think that. I don't yeah. think that much. That's my prediction. Okay. If we're going to go into predictions after this, but yeah. Sure. So that's my guy. That's my player of the week. I love Lagares. Uh, Matt, your player of the week. You know, I was tempted to play favorites and give it to my boy Addison Reed, who's been lights out. Who's been he, he has looked great. When, totally when, lot, under the radar. when the rest yeah, of the bullpen has not looked good. Yeah, he's looked amazing. He's but I, looked I, great. I, I gotta give it to Loney. I mean, I it absolutely it's a lot of pressure to come into a team that's floundering and all eyes are on you. You, yeah. you actually have a big name, you know? Loney, especially out here, you know, it's like Loney's it, it he, he's always been kind of like a bigger name than he is a player. Yeah. Weirdly. So I think that's a lot of pressure because he's actually has a higher profile than his talent dictates. Hmm. Which is very tough to do, and then he made the error. And a lot of players, you know, could really go into a hole after like floundering their first game with a yeah. team. But he really, I mean, he, you know, he crushed that home run, and you know, he had a couple of good hits. But more importantly, he's solidified. Okay, we have a defensive that that bunt that uh, he caught. He caught the guy today. Yeah. That was great. That was great. And Duda would never be. I was gonna say, I love Duda, but Duda wouldn't have had that. Ike Davis wouldn't have had that. No. I could keep going all the way back it's to Keith, Keith Hernandez. Yeah, yeah. after John Olerud, nobody would have had yeah. that. But uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna go for sort of a feel good player of the week, uh, Matt Harvey, because he had such a great game on on Monday. Yeah, right. We're and both like, okay. <laughs> I have never felt as good about a Mets loss as I did today. Because it's like, you know, yeah, he should have, you know, tried to not give up any runs, like I said before. But to give up one run and you just, you're matched up against somebody that good, he's looked great in these two starts. So, you know, uh, Syndergaard looked good in his start. That was great that he came in for the inning of work. But this is what, for the, you know, we're talking about players are going to, starters are going to lose some games. The Mets need Matt Harvey to be this good more often than yeah. not for them to have any kind of chance. I agree with you. It was and, an encouraging And loss. it just it felt so good, <laughs> you know, for a guy that maybe isn't the most likable on the team. It, it I felt really good about the way he pitched, and uh, I hope we see more of it, you know. I, mm-hmm. I guess... I he, do too. He will pitch again in uh, Milwaukee, so he's gonna he's gonna miss one of the Pirates matchups. So we'll see. You'd like to see a nice third in a row, yeah. like that. And yeah, win. You know, I hate I hate when guys' records. You know, now he's four and eight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. right. Exactly. I know. And they were like, well, you know, after his last start, his ERA went down below six, <laughs> four, seven, and after five. today, it went down below five. Yeah. So great. You know what? That means it's still, you know, you could still have a respectable uh, ERA for the season. Anyway, so uh, I'm excited about that, you know. And, of course, Dave Wright will be my player of the week in perpetuity <laughs> because I want him to get well soon. Amen. He needs but, a better sleep number, Matt. <laughs> well, so does Stephen Matt. It's kind of know? crazy yeah. to hear, like, what he did to his neck and then he yeah. had those home runs. Like, uh, how did that all – I don't know how herniated discs know. work. Yeah, well, we'll – But I don't think uh, – I don't even yeah. want to talk well, about we'll it. Well, we'll probably hear more about it in, in the yeah. weeks ahead. But anyway, uh, an exciting week that, uh, you know, saw more losses than I would have liked. But yeah. – the wins were feel-good wins, and they're not always. So, uh, it, I don't know. It was a feel-good week. It Let's was. hope that we have another one. For uh, Matt Ritter, Andrew Fasano, and myself, Christian Blatt, we will see you next time on Mets Rap 360. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching. M-E-T-S. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.